0: welcome back to the hot tip daily pick show for nfl week eight here in the 2021 season almost halfway through but this isn't technically the halfway point now that we got that 17 game so um continue rolling on honestly this is one of my favorite cards of the entire season even though the cardinals aren't playing on sunday but um should be some pretty good bets so let's just jump right into Saxon first game i'm taking a look at on this week's card the eagles taking on the lions two teams that i've been on in a lot of games this year you know the eagles two and five on the year lions yet to win a game oh and seven on the season but if we're looking at this Lions team, they are just such a competitive football team, probably the most competitive football team I've ever seen at 0-7. You know, go out last week, against the Rams, and look like early they're going to stun them. you know, do something crazy, Um, crazy, you know, with the, the onside kick, the fake punt, but um, do end up losing that game. But, you know, Dane Campbell is a guy who's really just finding ways to keep him in games. Obviously, that record-breaking field goal against the Ravens is a, is a game they probably should have won, which they probably could have back, because, you know, how many times are you going to have Justin Cooker Uh, break the NFL record to win the game. But, you know, the Lions, they're just tough to read. But it's not like the Eagles have played a whole lot better. Sure, they have two wins, but have they really improved from where they were last year? You know, they go and get rid of Wentz and Peterson in the offseason. But Jalen Hurts, while he, you know, has had moments and he had a great or not great, but a promising rookie year last year, he's had moments where he's, you know, looks like he can he can do do stuff for this team. He just continues to struggle. You know, he's a good mobile quarterback. He can scramble when he needs to. Um, and he, and he leads the team in rushing coming into this game. And, you know, he's also passed for 1716 yards on the year. So, um, it's not like he's had a horrible season, you know, reuniting with former Alabama teammate Devonta Smith, um, has definitely helped Smith 406 yards this season. And he's been an okay, deep threat for Hurts this year. Obviously, Dollar Gobert um, at tight end has also, you know, been a go-to guy for him. 286 yards. They ship, um... Ertz out of town but you know offensively the eagles just gotta score more points you know only putting up 22.71 points per game really has not been great from this season and you know this offensive line was one that couldn't avoid injury last season and you know obviously jason kelsey going off in the last game so it's it just doesn't feel right this offense just is missing something at the moment and they just need something else the lions on the other hand you can't say they've been much better because they really haven't. Obviously, Jared Goff hasn't had himself a, a great season by any means, but still thrown for 1,773 yards in on the season, as well as eight touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson, you know, has been his go-to guy, at receiver, you know, tied in leading the league, um, or leading the team, rather, in receiving 359 yards on the season for him. Devonta Smith, or um, yeah, Devonta Swift is also... Doing a pretty good job for this team, you know. Strong running back, but he's also you know second in receiving yards for this Lions team with 391 yards. Um, and while this offense has you know definitely been nowhere near perfect, they've really you know seen improvements. We've seen them have moments, and we've seen them been able to to mesh together at times. Unfortunately, not leading to a win, and only leading to 18.29 points per game. But when I really break this game down and really look at these two teams, there's not a, a game that the Eagles need to win more, and there's not a more winnable game that the Lions could really have at the moment. You know, this Lions team on defense, they have a ton of holes that they need to fill. Um, but, you know, the secondary got a little bit of help um, a- after last season, and, and while they still have some te- holes to fill, no doubt, um, they're definitely a team that that has potential if they can really just get everyone on the same page and 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 really play better team football, you know, um, the Lions have, have kept games close and they've been able to cover spreads, which is why I love them at home in this one, and, and, and really, I think it'll be a pretty close game for them, you know, the Eagles defense is by no means what it once was, you know, they're not making a Super Bowl run anytime soon, and it's a defense That is allowed 26.43 points per game. Um, And while they've had good moments, this just is not the spot for them. Honestly, the Eagles might be a worse team than the Lions, as as weird as that is to say. I'm just, I just keep going back to the fact that this Lions team might be the best 0-7 team I've really ever seen play football. And when we're getting the hook on this one in that field goal at home with the Lions, it's really hard for me to lay off. So give me the Lions plus three and a half in this one. For the next game on the card, the Jaguars travel up to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Jaguars 1 and 5 on the year, Seahawks are 2 and 5. And obviously, Trevor Lawrence and team go and find their first win um, over in London two weeks ago, getting, you know, Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence's first wins of their NFL careers. And, you know, Urban Meyer. He's a hard guy to crack i didn't love the hire when he when it happened and it seems like it's really just been all but but issues is really just all you can really explain you know this jaguars team it's just issue after issue after issue that you're really just seemingly deal with because you have urban meyer on your team as far as the seahawks team goes you know it was another team that i wasn't super high on going into the season, and that was even with Russell Wilson at quarterback. You know, go back and listen to the preview. I projected that the Seahawks were probably going to end up with a top five, potential top ten, at least draft pick, even with Russell Wilson still in. Granted, a little bit of Cardinals bias in there, but you know, I. But it's proven to be right. You know, sure, Geno Smith is now their starting cornerback, and while he's not a good quarterback by any means, he's serviceable. I guess would be the best way to say it. You know, he's been not good. Just not good. (laughs) That's probably the best way to say that. You know, Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, though, have been a pretty good wide receiver duo this season, both over 400 yards. I think DK's even over 500 at this point in... Um, really where the Seahawks team has, has struggled a little bit now it is just those injuries he's obviously Russell Wilson out Chris Carson all also out has, has really hurt this team and it's an offense that's only putting up 21.43 points per game which you know from the Seahawks standpoint it is not going to be enough to win especially in such a competitive NFC West but you know they're not playing that this week they're playing the Jaguars this week who are led by you know rookie Trevor Lawrence who's passed for 1,465 yards which isn't great but for a rookie it's not horrible James Robinson has also had a decent year on the the ground with 460 yards rushing the ball. Um, Really, though, the offensive line does have some question marks, which I think has really hurt this team. It's it's been hard to protect Lawrence. It's been hard to get a good run game established. Um, And and it's why they're struggling to score points, only putting up 19.33 points per game. But looking in these two teams a little bit deeper. Um, the Jaguars are a really interesting team to me, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Well, they're by no means that defense that that Saxonville defense we had in 2016 when they went to the AFC title game. Um, they've got plenty of young talent, especially up front, that can really, you know, if they can get on the same page and and get something going, they can make a lot of noise in the NFL. And it's been an interesting defense this whole season. And they got some question marks, no doubt, but they've had good moments. Um, They were finally able to put together a a full, we'll say decent game against the Dolphins in London. Obviously still some some areas that need to be cleaned up a little bit, but they've looked better cohesively as a team. And for the Seahawks, you know, it's not the Legion of Boom either. You know, these are two defenses that a few years ago were going off the charts, but you know, Bobby Wagner is basically carrying that linebacker group at this point, you know, 79 tackles on the year for him. And while his defense has held teams to 23.14 points per game, it still hasn't led to wins or anything for the Seahawks which is really what it all comes down to and they just need to do a better job against the rush they've allowed 134 yards on the ground this season and they're allowing 5.75 yards per play so if they can get those two numbers down I think the Seahawks can be a much better team unfortunately for the Seahawks team I don't think that's going to happen and I think this Jaguars team is finally starting to find their footing And, and with just all these Seahawks injuries it makes it a really hard team to bet on not to mention you're getting that hook in this game three and a half with the Jaguars is a line that I absolutely love especially against a Geno Smith-led team. I think the Jaguars keep it close. Give me them plus three and a half in this game. And for the final game of the day Sunday night football we got the Cowboys taking on the Vikings Cowboys entered this game five and one of the year Vikings are three and three and for this Cowboys team you know lose that week one game to the Buccaneers on opening night but they have been a very competitive team since then and let's be honest they were pretty competitive even in that game you know <laughs> held their own um, at least for a time against that Buccaneers team and in the last five games they've just looked like a very very good team sure you know having to take it to overtime against the Patriots and they've had a couple of close calls but any team's going to have that you know, teams are just gonna blow everyone out week in and week out. And Dak Prescott has been a stud after returning from injuries, passed for eighteen hundred thirteen yards, sixteen touchdowns um, on the year. And well, this offensive line was one I wasn't super impressed with going into the year. They've they found ways to to keep guys healthy. You know, um, not a whole lot of devastating injuries or anything like that for the Cowboys. Um, at least of note, and CD Lamb has also had some some pretty good years here in his second year. Um, you know, his rookie year was a, a fun one to watch and 497 yards already this year only going to improve from there as well as Amari Cooper is still a very productive wide receiver in that room coming off of his ankle injury and not certainly not least on this um, offensive side of the ball, Ezekiel Elliott has really started to find his footing rushing the ball again, 521 yards on the year for him, so really all of that just contributes to how well this offense has been playing, an offense that's putting up 34.17 points per game and it's hard to ignore that at this point. You know, I, I didn't love the Cowboys team for a long time. And every time I bet on the Cowboys, it, it seems to go the wrong way. But, um, here we are again and, and they feel like a pretty good team. As far as this Vikings team goes, sure, they're three and three, but they're another team. That's a few plays away from from having a winning record. I mean, obviously the the most obvious game against the Cardinals, they make a field goal and they're four and two right now. So, um, you know, it's, it's a team that could could easily have a, a similar record to what this Cowboys team has, but they got to clean up those mistakes just making too many of them. You know, Kirk Cousins has been decent this year, 1,769 yards for him, and Justin Jefferson has obviously been one of the better wide receivers in the league with 542 yards, three touchdowns. Adam Thielen's also been a pretty good threat, got five touchdowns himself, so, you know, he's got guys to throw to, no doubt, um, but they gotta open up the offense a little bit better. You know, they're just not putting up a ton of points, only 24.5 points per game, and sure, a lot of that's gonna come with Dalvin Cook hopefully being 100% again, um, and when he is, he's one of the best running back in the league, but it's not like Alexander Madison is a horrible running back when when cook's not there it's just it's just obviously not going to be quite nearly um the same output and, and offensively i think this Vikings team is going to have a little bit of struggles against the cowboys defense that um again like i've said for a couple teams on this preview isn't what it once was you know they've had some some major linebacker issues last season but micah parsons comes in hopes to try to alleviate some of those and it's a defense that's played pretty well this season they've held teams to 24.33 points per game um, they are allowing 6.34 yards per play which again isn't great but when you're winning games, does it really matter? <laughs> and, and for this Viking defense, on the other side, you know they've definitely been strong this season. You know the line D line um, is one of the strongest in the NFL, no doubt. But the lackluster secondary um, really puzzles me at times. You, you, you honestly see guys getting burnt just wide open areas of the field um, in in these Viking games. And I think Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper are really just going to pick all of those apart and really score with ease against a Viking secondary that's, let's be honest, just is not that great right now. And It's a Vikings team that just in general um, is going to have some issues in this game um, if they didn't clean it up during that bye week. But with all that said, I really love the Cowboys minus one and a half in this game. I think it's a pretty easy cover for them. Honestly, I was kind of shocked it was that low. I was, you know, at least three, which is around where it opened at. But um, I'm surprised it got this low and that so much money came in on the Vikings. But um, either way, give me the Cowboys minus one and a half in this game. And that is it for this week's NFL show. If you want to see picks for all the games happening this week, as well as college football, head over to hotdepest.com. Check out all of that up there. It's got MLB, NHL, NBA, all of that going on right now. If you're not, then follow me at Hot Chris, on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all of the picks right before I record each episode. Also, follow the Hot Tipets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date on all of the computer model action over there, as well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content, and most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this week's NFL card, and thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.